1: We can take it, which all about around oh, we're queer I got a feeling we are on to something here.
2: Yeah. Live from Assembly Festival at the Edinburgh Fringe, the Spontaneous Shop presents Global Pillage. I'm Deborah Frances White, and this is the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience.
1: if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way In it together, I think it's what I heard the man say I got a feeling, we're gonna be okay
2: Mark Hodge on the keyboards, everyone!
1: It's a very musical crowd, isn't it?
2: Yeah, he he wrote that song in his bedroom. I paid £100 for it, and I I own it now, in perpetuity, and I can make him sing it whenever I want. That was the contract he signed. (laughs) Um, Okay, hello, I'm Deborah Francis-White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for hysterical facts about homo sapiens and all their weird ways, interesting idioms, and crazy kinks. To do this, we've invited the strangest human beings of all, comedians! Yay! Yay. On my left, playing for the Coloniales... Sarah Bonetto and Athena Kilblenu and on my right playing for Racists Unite (laughs) apparently (laughs) Mary Lynn Ricecup and Felicity Ward So, panellists, what makes you diverse? Sarah Bonetto, what makes you diverse? I am a foreigner in these parts. Um, I am an Australian, uh, but since Brexit, I get to stay because I have a British visa. Yeah! You tried to get rid of me and it failed! And I am a lady which is sometimes considered weird in comedy, but the (laughs) truth is, it's just not when you're on the ground doing it. In fact, I've just realised we're all women tonight. I try and book a man for diversity if I can, but it didn't work out tonight um it's true athena Kublenu, what makes you diverse
3: um my dad is from ghana my mum is from guyana and she's indian and also i've got big feet for a girl
2: yeah. brilliant um the Colony why are you called that
3: we're from the colonies yep and we're and back for our stuff yeah, and we're women
2: <laughs> it, yeah it we, looks we like, want everything you took to be honest with you that looks like a commonwealth women's magazine the, colonials. the It sounds like um, like a girl group really in the 60s, good. like the Ronettes or the yeah, oh, Supremes. Really like, Start that group after the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, the I colonials. I'll so be in Do that. up, you pillage your country, mm-hmm. do what. <laughs> yeah. okay. To be Give fair, I'm gold. a white Australian, I'm part of the problem, but, you know. Yeah. Great, okay, uh, Felicity Ward, what makes you diverse?
4: Mm, not much. I'm a lady like everyone else. I have a deceptively deep voice for a woman, though, <laughs> especially after a ciggy last night. Um, I am a woman, and I am from Australia, and I have a lot of mental health problems. Was that we- true? It is true, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't just... That's not like a selling point. <laughs> no, yeah, if,
2: if you see Felicity's show, it is absolutely fascinating and incredibly hysterical.
5: Uh, Marilyn Lynn Ricegrip, what makes you a diverse? Hi, um, my name is Marilyn. I'm originally from Michigan, the United States. I left Michigan to live in California, which was a big deal, <laughs> where I come from, to actually do something other than what everybody in your family is doing. That was the biggest diversity. Yeah, ad- that's what I learned I from do. your
2: show. You're an adventurer. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's we're what... It...
5: You're all the way in Edinburgh.
2: Hardly any Americans come here.
5: That's true. Ever.
2: Like, not uh, around true. the year.
5: They just There's no American tourists.
2: Come. I'm going to stay
4: here all winter, and then I'm going to be really diverse. You are going to lose a tan real quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, well, hold on, why are you called United Racists? That needs to be explained, gang. Oh, yeah, We're trying we're... to be edgy.
4: Because no, we're from Australia <laughs> and America, which is... Arguably, too, at the forefront of racist, oh. racist countries in the world. But
2: just to be clear to the listeners at home, they're being ironic. Yes. They're parodying the racist stance of some people in their countries, not
4: all people. No, our so, government. So, uh, the government. So, please. The people that run please, our country are deeply and ingrainedly racist. And have are you no suggesting respects. that
5: Obama is racist? No, a, I was just thinking that. I was going to let you pave the way for um, the racism. And, and then can say be we
3: racist. are. You can be racist, guys. I make a point of being racist. I'd like to
2: see (laughs) you be racist. I'm not saying black people can't be racist. I'm saying I don't think Obama is racist. Are you saying because I said Obama, I meant all black people because that's racist?
3: Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying.
2: That's a great example of you being racist. I don't don't want Obama Obama to leave. no No None of us do. No one does, mate. I know. We're going to miss him so bad. I know. (laughs) I know. But you're going to get Hillary. It's not going to be Trump. Okay. Making sure that none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Peddens Corner our lovable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick.
3: Hello. Yay! Yay.
2: And on keyboard and vocals, the melodious, Mark Hodge. Yay! Yay. Uh, Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse?
6: Uh, Literally nothing. (laughs) Apart from here, right now, this is the first time I've ever felt in a minority. In your life, this is the first time you've
2: ever been in a minority. Yeah. That's frightening. All
6: the lads, you know, drinking lagers, having fun, (laughs) making uh, (laughs) off the cuff jokes.
2: That I love how he's, like, deliberately dropping his Gs to pretend like he's one of us. Yeah. Having, fun, <laughs> Having fun. Drinking the lagers. He's like, no, you can't hide that poshness. I, <laughs> I can hear the silent G. I know yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. Ned Sedgwick is a lower upper middle class, which is actually a very small group of people.
6: <laughs> uh, the 1%, if you will.
1: <laughs> well, let's not alienate everybody in the audience. Mark Hodge, what makes you diverse? If you can picture an 80-year-old lady changing into her nephew's trousers on a lay-by of the motorway. <laughs> in the middle of a trip down to Cornwall, this situation was brought about by my chronic travel sickness. It was really terrible. And We always used to have these holidays in Cornwall, driving from London to Cornwall wow. every August. And I was just sick the whole way. I couldn't even get to school without being sick. Now, as an adult, it manifests itself... As an adult, it manifests itself as um, chronic sort of tiredness. It's like... Um, uh, what's it called, where you... A hangover. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what's, it, what's it called when you... No, when you... Like, it's called white
3: privilege. Um, <laughs> narcolepsy. <laughs> narcolepsy.
2: Oh, narcolepsy, thank oh. you. I'm, I'm well, we're not going to do better, better than that joke. Everyone can go home. <laughs> yeah, he's gay, is what he's trying to say. <laughs> on every episode... <laughs> he is gay. He is gay, by the way. She didn't just say that. Yeah, yeah I don't mean as in the pejorative. You know, he's, in, he's gay as in the let's celebrate...
5: Him. Is he gay because of the road trips to Cornwall? <laughs> I'm going to ask you because I didn't.
2: No! No, no.
5: Okay. No. Talk to you later.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> on every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special piece of music unique for this show.
1: Right, letter from A to G. Anyone? G. C.
4: B. Yep. Oh Ooh. Yep. Yeah. You guys are bad. Hey. <laughs> What's the
1: scores, please, Ned? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You just created your own jingle. I think you give yourselves a round of applause.
2: Yay. The first round is on music. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with a correct answer. The Hive Mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. Can you identify... These pieces of music. Now, these pieces of music are all from a country and all celebrate something. Number one, name the country, name the celebration.
3: Um, The Colonials. The country is Croydon.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: And you play it for all the dead homies.
2: It's so happy as well. You play it for Sorry, all the dead I... homies. Yes, it's true. Yeah. It's fact. Croydon Dead Homies, uh, United Braces.
5: <laughs> uh, dreidel, Dreidel, Israel.
2: Oh, it's the Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel song for Hanukkah. The Hive ice Mind, cream. Hive Mind. What do you think that tune is? The ice cream van. The ice cream van? Good answer. Okay. And what's the event? Ice
3: cream. Ice, 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 cream.
2: cream. Ice, cream. <laughs> ice cream. Okay, so we've got the ice cream van. I'm with
3: this one. This You're one. with this one. She's saying with the United and States. Do you I think it's you dreidel, too. Dreidel, dreidel. And
2: with you too. She's a United racist. Okay. Uh, well, the mind, you can copy, but you do get fewer points if you get behind that answer. Anything else?
1: I can do it uh, with the lyrics, if you like. Play it again. Okay. <laughs> it
5: was really wrong.
2: Polish? <laughs> Croydon. <laughs> po- 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 Polish? And what's the celebration? Uh, okay, so if you yeah. think it's the ice cream van, buzz now. If you think it's dreidel, 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 buzz now. If you think it's Polish happy birthday, buzz now. You are correct, it's Polish happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> and do you know what that
6: lyrics mean, Mark?
1: Um, no, I could pretend I do, but no, not oh, actually. I
6: yeah, I do. I looked it up. It means, um, for once, I didn't set the question, so my role in the show is basically writing down scores. But, um, yeah, it means maybe live 100 team effort, Ned. It is a team effort, Mark. I did propose to Mark two days ago because he said he had an Irish passport and I want to live in the EU. Turns out he doesn't. <laughs> I'm eligible
1: for an Irish boss. <laughs>
6: yes. I'm Ned's too, an eligible
2: bachelor. Eligible. It seems like a marriage made in heaven to me.
6: <laughs> yes. A sick, what? Um, yeah? Sorry, uh, it means 100 years. May <laughs> no, you live 100 years, and there are two versions of a song, one for children and one for adults, and the one for adults involves getting really pissed in the lyrics.
2: Ah, and the one in the children's one involves
6: drinking lots of milk and going to bed early so they're pretty similar
2: they're just... Oh, that is sweet okay this is the next piece of music Mark is going to play now The Colonials. I think he thought that was percussion. <laughs> the Colonials.
3: Was that the remix?
2: Um, that is an Austrian song, and they play it when you're walking up a mountain to read poetry at the top. Right? <laughs> because your lover has left you for okay. your cousin. Great. And the poetry's th- got to be a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> United Racists?
4: Russian. I close. I was going to say Estonian. And that is definitely the first dance at a wedding.
5: (laughs) First
2: dance at a wedding. Banana, 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 banana. Hive mind. Funeral. Funeral, okay. From which country? Um, Hungary. Hungary. Bhutan. Bhutan. What what (laughs) happened? For what? What event? Graduation. A Bhutan graduation. Uh, Anything else? Ah, nice X Factor Sri Lanka. Okay, hive mind if you think it's the Bhutan graduation song, buzz now. If you think it's an, a Hungarian funeral song, buzz now. If you think it's the Sri Lankan X Factor winner's song, buzz now. In fa- I love that you got behind that. In fact, it is the North Korean war song.
3: Oh. oh, I know, nice. have scary. Song?
2: It's a song. If you hear that, get very scared. I think
1: yeah. Bhutan was closest geographically, probably. I think Estonia is the next Soviet satellite state, because it was a Soviet piece of music, really, isn't it? It's just been adopted as the war song. It's what they all sing oh. when they're sort of marching like Imperial stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
6: North Korea wasn't Soviet, though, so I just wasn't part of okay. the Soviet Union. It's yeah. the end of the
1: round!
6: What of the stars never. In joint third place, the Colonials and the United Racists with nothing. Yay! <laughs> the Hive Mind storming ahead with ten. Aww.
0: Yay! <laughs>
2: The next round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Korea, they say, it's like
3: eating cold porridge. The colonials. I know what an idiom is, but I actually think this is a trick question and it's when you eat cold porridge.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's, we're committing to that answer. <laughs> so you think they say, oh, that's like eating cold porridge when they're actually eating yeah. cold porridge. You go, you know what, yeah. it is because that's actually what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do say that when they're eating cold porridge, but they so also say it they're right. at another time. United uh, Nations, uh, what, what do Koreans mean when they say something's like eating cold porridge? Um, bad sex.
4: <laughs> ah. Yeah, I was going to say eating pussy. <laughs> But I, they do not like that at all. I understand the misogynistic undertones, or uh, yeah, rather, think, overt overtone. Yeah, I think you, I think
2: you've misunderstood yes. both the tone of the show and the age of some of the audience uh, members. Use yes. the official
5: word, kind of lingo? Yeah,
2: no, no, no. So okay, bad hey. sex was your answer. Okay, bad sex. No, no more speaking. Uh, <laughs> hive mind. Hive mind. If something's like eating cold porridge, what is it in Korea? What do they mean? <laughs> something, something shit, something bad Okay. So bad. Good answer. so bad it's good okay, bad, so bad it's good pointless. something's pointless mm. okay, anything else? hard work okay playing hive, the game. hive mind <laughs> these guys are playing to win because neither of you have bothered to score if you think it's bad, buzz now if you think eating cold porridge is so bad it's good, buzz now if you think it's something that's pointless, Buzz, now you are not in the hive mind, United like Racists. The like they it. would not have you. <laughs> <laughs> if it's uh, if it's uh, hard work, Buzz, now. They don't want you either, the colonial.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: in fact, it is a very easy task. It's the opposite
3: of hard work. Mm.
2: It's like eating cold porridge. Oh. I don't know why. Because it's it's they're
3: communists, com- in it—they're like it's like cold porridge. Yeah. Yes, we want yes. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about communism.
2: <laughs> oh, because you don't have to wait for it to cool down. It's easy. Yeah, well, in a oh. way, it is easy, less, but blowing. Not good. <laughs> less blowing. Less uh, blowing. Referring back to United <laughs> <laughs> Racists, answer exactly. <laughs> Hello. Thank you, United Racists. <laughs> I think we won because it is like eating mm. Sarah <laughs> in a Come very real man. way. Give us something. <laughs> uh, we will give you something. When give you us give our us gold
6: something.
2: back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> our gold. We'd oh. like that back. In return for the answering that question, please.
2: Yep. In Mandarin... <laughs> they say you're drawing a snake with
3: feet. The cloning else. It basically means, like, snakes are evil, right? And it basically means you're giving an evil person what they need to be more evil.
4: Or, like that, but... <laughs> <laughs>
2: But totally different. Something about turnips. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I'm going with what you're saying, but I'm going to take it in a different direction. So snake is evil, but you're giving it feet, thus you're making it palatable and like, oh, like wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, oh.
4: You know, like, oh, you've given it shoes. Like you're defending a person who's evil. Uh, United racists? I think it's giving uh, to someone that they, giving something that they don't need, that they can do without. Giving somebody something they can
2: do without. Okay. She likes it. Something they can do without. Hive mind. Uh, Drawing a snake with feet. What does it mean? Talking shite. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Talking shite. What was that one over there? Overcomplicating Overcomplicating something. Anything else? Hallucinating. Hallucinating. Okay. Uh, If you think it's talking shite, buzz now. If you think it's overcomplicating Buzz now, if you think it's hallucinating Buzz now, not even the lady who said it. Uh, in fact, it is overcomplicating. It's looking for an unnecessary addition. Oh. Which I think is sort of what United Racists said. We'll, we'll take it. it. I think we'll both United Racist and the Hive Mind said something along those lines. What do you think, Ned?
6: I think uh, United Racists get 10 points and Hive Mind get five because yes. they said it first. Yes. Ah. I don't give them the idea from you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm a very inspiring
4: running? person.
2: Imagine you're in Ethiopia. Can you finish this proverb? A cat may go to a monastery, but.
3: <laughs> it already has an owner, but cats are traitors. <laughs> So so you're finishing the proverb by saying a cat may go to a monastery, but... But, Because cats go to places that are not where they're supposed to be because they get food. (laughs) That's how their minds work. A cat may go to a monastery,
2: but it's a traitor. A cat may go to a monastery, but But you can't make it drink. (laughs) Okay. Because it's a traitor. (laughs) Okay. Something about a traitor. A cat may go to a monastery, but...
5: A dog (laughs) (laughs) will... Pray where he is. <laughs> oh,
3: that, is good. that
2: dog
4: is good. pray where he that is. is Not bad, mate. I would use that phrase.
2: Yeah. Hive <laughs> mind. In Ethiopia, a cat may go to a monastery, but. That doesn't make him a monk. It doesn't make him oh, a monk. Good one. He's Ethiopian.
4: <laughs> I
2: know. Okay, Marilyn just said we're inspiring the hive again.
4: Um, <laughs> that was strong.
2: You can't deny that. Uh, anything else, hive mind? You love that, don't you, getting behind that? No one wants to mess with that. Cat may go to a monastery, but it doesn't make him a monk. Buzz now. You are correct. It's, it's, it's a version of that. It's not exactly that, but it means the same thing. It's Cat uh, it's, uh, may go to a monastery, but it still remains a cat. I think that's the same, really. Because it's it, a Ned? traitor. Yeah, we got that. We nailed that. Nothing totally. on my card implies treachery. Cat.
3: Cat implies treachery. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Obviously, Athena, you're a dog person. I'm actually a cat person. We, well, we, you, lots you... in common. You cats hate dogs, then. <laughs>
2: Can I just say, cats aren't a you person now? Because you've called them a traitor. Oh. Okay. Uh, and it's the end of the round. Yay!
6: What are the scores, please, Ned? In third place, still with no points, it's the Coloniales. Yes! In second place, with an improved 10 points, it's the United Racists.
4: Yes! Hold
2: on. No, 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 that can't be right. Because they already had 10 points and then they got that one right.
4: No, we didn't get any, we didn't have we didn't any get points right. to begin with.
2: Yeah, but they had you got ten for one right answer, and now ten for another right answer. No, no, I've got that, mate.
6: I've got that.
4: Oh, I'm so I
2: sorry. I know it felt
6: like me No, it I mean it's so right. the corner because I'm the Patent. So you sorry, are, you are, you are aren't correct. Panel, you want me no, to no present, I'm very sorry. Just do
2: it again, like a pickup, because I'm sorry, I messed that up. So start again. I'm you
6: should keep it in. <laughs> so we've <show, show laughs> got it. The people need to know, Deborah. The people need to know. <laughs> I'm
2: sick of this. You look so slick. Oh, award-winning Deborah frances <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time the
6: truth came out. I'm just an accountant. They got in to be a nerd. Like this is <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ned. Just read the scores.
6: <laughs> in third place, with an improvable pawn, zero points, it's the Colonials. United Racists with ten. I repeat, ten points. And the Hive Mind with 25 points.
2: (laughs) Hive Mind are caning it. The next round is the Teams round. A member of each team has come prepared, theoretically, with a question based on their cultural family background. Audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would be great. So,
3: the Colonials, do you have a question for United Racists? Yes, we do. It originates from Guyana. What does the following mean? Slow fire... On the cow's heel.
4: Is it something like um, you don't even know that you're getting burnt? Or a slow fire on the cow's the heel. The cow wouldn't even feel it, really. Oh, that's true. But on it, mm, its
5: heel. Is there, like they move slow. Is like the the fire is slow.
4: Does the hoof go all the way around <laughs> yeah. to the back of the heel? Do they even yeah. have a heel? No. They don't have a this heel. Is this is bullshit. This is absolute oh, bullshit.
5: <laughs> we just... swore. <laughs> uh, Tell my your culture, country. Guys. Guys. Yeah. Oh, no. A
4: slow <laughs> fire... On a, a cow's, cow's heel. heel. Well, if nothing, we can say it in unison, and I think that counts for something. <laughs> yeah? That's the name of your show next year, Felicity, isn't it? That mm-hmm. means you're
5: um, not in a hurry. No. What does it mean?
3: <gasps> oh, that's close, actually. Not no, hurry. no, no, no,
5: no, no, no,
2: no. You're on this team. This team, you're on this
3: I team. I mean, it's, it's so wrong. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, God. Playoffs. What does it mean? It means perseverance yield great results. I'll explain it, right? Because in Guyana, and lots of places, we eat cow foot. I don't eat cow foot anymore. I don't eat meat. But I have eaten it in the past, guys. Don't judge. Um, <laughs> and you have to cook it slowly. If you cook it quick, cow foot tastes disgusting. But if you cook it slowly, mmm, delicious. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you have to cook it slowly, so perseverance yields great results. That's what ah. it means.
2: United Racers, do you have a question for the hive mind? If you
5: need to pop a squat... What are you doing? Where is this from? Where is oh? This is from Michigan, south (laughs) south of Detroit, in the United States. If you were in
2: Michigan, hive minded, you're popping a squat. What would you be doing? Sitting down. Oh, a lot of a lot of suggestions. Sitting down, defecating,
5: leaving. I mean, now that I said it out loud, it's pretty obvious.
2: (laughs) Shout out the one you want to get behind.
5: okay they've gone for defecation it's, it's like the opposite of the uh, perseverance one it's just you got to go and you pull on your pants to pee you're popping oh, a squat. so it's peeing. as a lady, um, yeah as a peeing. lady you go where you have oh, yeah, to go we call that, <laughs> squatting, yeah. Yeah. We
2: call that squatting
5: pop a squat
2: okay all right uh so hive mind i'm afraid you did not score hive mind do you have a question for the colonials yes where is this question
3: from denmark
2: and what is the question
3: So in Denmark, if you do this, someone might tell you, is it the horse's birthday?
2: (gasps) If you do something, someone will say to you, is it the horse's birthday? Yes. (laughs) When would they have said that? What would you have done?
3: You would have bought lots of apples. (laughs) (laughs) And like, why have you got all those apples? Well... is that
2: your final answer uh, wait, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Points. It, Let's wait use wait, wait, wait. Um, I'm just gonna
4: I want to read her facial <laughs> bit. Okay.
2: is it our final answer <laughs> you can't see this at home but I'm winking heavily is it the horse's no. birthday oh, no 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 no, no. <laughs> it's not our final answer our fi- it's is it you do this food is it the horse's birthday um, I like- put on a fancy pair of Jodpers.
5: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what you guys don't have a fancy pair of jodpers in your wide jodper range?
3: <laughs> it's like so. No, this is like, so. This, this is my thought process. So horses work for people. So it's almost like you give them the day off on their birthday. So is it like you take the bus instead of the horse?
2: <laughs> ah. No, is it the, the horse's horse birthday. Is You've taken the closest, bus. Closest. Okay. Apples, what apples. is the answer?
3: <laughs> you cut a really th- thick piece of bread. None of
2: those were in any way close. You've got a really thick piece of bread. What is, come on, what are apples but the bread on the Could you please break that down tree. just before the mic goes? Could you break it down? Why is well, it the horse's bitter? If
3: you cut a really thick piece of bread, you won't eat it yourself and you'll
2: give it to the horse. Oh. oh. Which is what we said. That's exactly what I said. <laughs>
1: Thank wow. you
4: very much, Hive Mind. <laughs> and it's the end of the round. Okay. Do we have time for a horse anecdote? My um, fella told me his mum's birthday and it was the 1st of August. And I said, oh, the horse's birthday. And he said, what? And I said, 1st of August, is the horse's birthday. And he said, what horse? And I went, the-, the horse's birthday. And he goes, what are you talking about? And then both of us thought that we were each going insane. And in Australia... On all the calendars, and I've always just ingested this bit of information, on the 1st of August, it has the horse's birthday written there, and I never actually thought about what it means, and then I started to feel like I was going actually insane and um, needed to be committed, and it turns out that all horses in the southern hemisphere, their birthdays are on the 1st of August, and then in the northern hemisphere, it's like the 1st of January. So we were both right and insane at the same time.
2: I can I just say I was born and raised in Australia and I've never heard of this
4: on every calendar I've ever had it has on the 1st of August it has the horse's birthday that I is... used to read the calendar a lot what <laughs> what
3: can I just say this is what happens when you get an all female panel we just talk nonsense this is I don't know how dare you saying. how very dare
2: <laughs> that I would oh,
1: expect oh, that
2: no, that will be edited out <laughs> <And> <laughs> sorry guys I just zoned out because I was thinking about fixing a car
1: <laughs> you're hearing nothing from this end I'm not, I'm not rising to that at all
2: uh, well that's very interesting I did not know that what, that's the official it's like the queen has an official birthday that isn't really her birthday but horses also for
4: racing purposes all horses are born on the 1st of August that's the, and it's whatever year they're born right. So if you Obviously have more than one not horse not. you can give them
1: shared presents and it saves the expense <laughs> <laughs> Exactly,
4: it's like Jesus
2: Wow that, Christmas Do you know and what, that would have been day. a great question for a cultural thing and first of, on the 1st of August in Australia Yeah, now I
4: ruined it thing. though no. exactly. <laughs> uh, we use it again
2: <laughs> <laughs> And it's the end of the round Yay
6: What are the scores please net the Colonials are keeping it steady with no points. <laughs> <laughs> United Racists are also keeping it steady with 10 points. Ooh. And actually all three teams have exactly the same scores. Nobody scored in this round. Hive Mind in first place with 25 points. <clears>
2: Hive <throat> Mind still taking it away. The next round is our World War II sexting round. <laughs> yeah. during world war ii sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored so for example norwich stands for knickers off ready when i come home
6: <laughs>
2: can you work out in world war ii what this abbreviation would have stood for if your sweetheart had sent it to you on the back of a letter or a telegram and you've got 30 seconds, teams, from now. And during that 30 seconds, Mark Hodge is going to play World War II music. Hive Mind, you can play if you've got a pen or, in fact, notes on your phone. So what is it? You Okay, so it's an acronym. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's up there. Oh, oh you yes. didn't tell sorry, us it was behind us. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Same. So sorry. I, I, I should say it for at home. Okay. It's France. France. If you're playing at home, it's France. Time's up, all right. United Racists, what do you have?
4: Hang on, because you did, we didn't know the word. Hang on, um,
2: the colonials, what do you you have? I never said go feeling ready, Australian national Catholic education system. (laughs) God, that's turning me on. Hot, hot, yeah, that is a sexy sext. Yeah, United Racists, what have you got?
4: Uh, F R A N C E is standing for fucking we went there we did it we're brave fucking right after next corner exit <laughs> okay
2: hive mind France F-R-A-N-C-E feeling randy. and come
5: everywhere <laughs>
2: in case you couldn't hear that at home Feeling randy and naughty come everywhere. Feeling randy and naughty come everywhere from The Hive Mind. Ned Sedgwick, uh, you've got to uh, give creativity points for this. The actual one is friendship
4: remains and can never end. You know what that is? That's a World War II friend zoning. Oh. Oh!
2: That is, friends. absolutely. France? Not France? Though yeah. thought we had uh, something. Yeah. Oh, i said it my last so eggs. True. <laughs> that is so true. That's what it is. It's World War II friend zoning. You're right. Brutal. Okay. what does it stand for? Friendship remains and can never end. Don't pretend you haven't heard it for, before,
3: buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: Francie, uh, France, 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 France. It doesn't spell France. It remains and can. Oh, yes. You're absolutely right, sir. <laughs>
2: Oh, friendship remains and never can end. Yeah. Ah. Well spotted, sir, and I think he deserves a point. I agree.
6: Yes. Um,
5: <laughs>
6: Given it, you I were meant to be in Pedants points. Corner, well, I do like giving points to people pointing out my errors. So that's always fun. Uh, but they do get ten points for the most original answer.
2: Yay! <laughs> the final round is the smash the patriarchy round for our final round we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression also known as the stick it to the man round there's only one question in this round because Ned Sedgwick assures me this doesn't happen very often and when it does lots of people die and it's not funny Um, (laughs) this round may only contain one question but it is worth double points so if you are the losing team this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man if you're in the lead, please understand you now are the man Uh. okay, fingers on buzzers in 1871 two young men known as Fanny and Stella were arrested while out in women's clothing for the offence of conspiring and inciting persons to commit an unnatural act what argument did their barrister use to get them off? An unusual argument. Yes, you're not a racist.
4: It was washing day, and they'd worn all the other clothes in the house. And the rest of them went in the washing machine. Solid or, answer. Yeah, so, yeah. Or the scrubbing bin, as it was back okay, then. Okay,
2: nothing else clean, so they were out in women's clothes. The colonial's. Go on. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um Deborah, you are looking lovely today. <laughs> and Ned, oh, who scores me? It's Ned, isn't it? Ned, you are looking <laughs> lovely today. No. Um, basically, they said, um, oh, no. Um, they were wearing women's dresses. Okay, I
3: actually know this. Okay, so go. to interrupt. But basically, no, it, was, it was voting day, but they didn't want to vote. So they dressed up as women. Oh,
2: so they wouldn't oh. have to vote. Oh. Yeah.
5: That is
3: very clever. That's good. very clever. Of That's deep.
5: You know. yeah.
2: uh, hive Mind. What argument did their barrister use to get them off? On their way to perform in a theatre show?
1: Makes sense. They were doing a
2: social experiment for
1: a Facebook video. Doing doing a social
2: experiment for a Facebook video? Very likely. They were trying to defy gender norms. Trying to defy gender norms. That's sort of one of the things they were really up for, though. Mm. They were Scots. They were Scots? (gasps) Ah, kilts. Yes, okay. Uh, Did their barrister argue that they were on their way to perform in a theatre show, Buzz Now? Social experiment for Facebook, Buzznow. <laughs> uh, I love you, Hive Mind, for buzzing for that. Defying gender norms, Buzznow. And they were Scots and these dresses were really kilts, Buzznow. No, it wasn't any of those things. In fact, their barrister asked ask the jury, can the judge possibly be suggesting that this kind of thing happens in Britain? While it might happen on the continent, with young men in Britain, it has to just be larks and japes. Um, it, this must be a practical joke. I, 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 basically. This country.
4: I mean, this country. It's like when Pete, you say something, like innuendo or whatever, and someone else goes, you've got a dirty mind.
2: Yes. But actually, they were that's being what. Suggested. That's ultimately what got them off. Mm. And it's the end of the show.
6: What are the scores, please, Ned? in lost still with no points but with a lot of fun it was the colonials thank you in second place the united racists still have 10 points Woo! and the runaway winners with 35 points it's a hive mind yeah!
2: Congratulations to the winners who successfully pillaged the globe like cultural Vikings, and kudos to the losers who refrained from any kind of cultural appropriation, even where it comes to facts. <laughs> Please give it up for Sarah Bonetto! Athena Cableno! Felicity Ward! Woo-hoo! Marilyn Rice The Hive Mind! Ned Sedgwick and Peders Corner! Mark Hotch on keyboard! I've been Deborah Francis White, good night! You have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis-White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Gary Boyle. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Ant Butler, everyone at Soap Comedy, and everyone at Assembly Festival. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalpillage.net.